So, better late than ever, I've finally seen John Wick Chapter 4 today. have been meaning to see it the last few weeks, but, you know, just with the, the running times and everything like that, and the showing times uh, and things, and I wanted to re-watch the first three films again just to get up to speed again on it before seeing this. But it was worth the wait. Uh, so uh, this will be a non-spoiler review, of course, but chances are you've probably seen it because I'm extremely late to the party with this one. But no, it was absolutely worth the wait. Um, I'll go right out and say it. The best of the franchise, absolutely, by a mile. And it might even be Keanu Reeves' best film ever. Yep, might even be. Of course, it's recency bias. I mean, Holly just got seeing it, done seeing it not long ago. But, you know, this might well be better than Speed. This might well be better than the first Matrix. This is one of those things that's like, they will tell, of course, with repeat viewings and things. But, uh, yeah, that's... You, you, I've been hearing all these hypes and things about it's one of the best action films ever made. And sometimes you can, the can, things can get hyped up a little bit too much. And then you actually see it and say, yeah, it was pretty good, but I don't know if I'd go that far. Yes, I would go that far. This film was fantastic. It raises the bar in so many different ways. Some of the stuff that happens in this film is unbelievable. Just unbelievable. It's breathtaking. It's also unbelievable in a, you know, stretching believability type of way. You know, you've got to take a leap of faith with some of the stuff that happens, but it's so good, though. It's just such a great It's having such a great time. It's worth doing it. It's, it's one of those things, if I was bored or not entertained and some of the ludicrous stuff was happening, I'd be sitting with a roll of my eyes going, what is this? Never happened. Not once. I, I sometimes sort of laugh to myself at some of the ludicrous stuff, but I, I was doing it and I thought, sort of, yeah. I'm enjoying myself, so I'm going with this. So I'll let it off. So, uh, yeah, this film is outstanding. What they've done here, and I'll, I'll go by this, and, and I'm, from the franchise, I've seen the other films, and I like them. But they're not amazingly, fantastically amazing to me. They're good, they're enjoyable, but I've never bought any of them on Blu-ray or anything like that. Definitely buying this one, though. I was outstanding. And that's why I did want to rewatch all of them just in case so I wasn't completely lost going into this because I couldn't remember. It's been a while, you know. I did see the third one at the cinema and I've only seen it once up until I just got the chance to rewatch it before going to see this again. And, uh, you know, so I'm glad I did that. It caught me up a bit because there's bits I'd forgotten about with the whole thing. And one thing you can actually see is how the, the lore of this whole thing has grown. Because, you know, the first film, it's a very simple story. It's a very simple story of revenge and it was effective. It worked, you know. Uh, so it's just took this to whole new levels each time when this comes out. And here's an interesting point, though. Something like this. If you look at the first John Wick and look at the first Taken, for example, their stories are revenge and they were very popular, popular action films. Whereas Taken just ran it into the ground and done the same things over and over again. Whereas this, this has just expanded and it's ex the lore is now huge of this whole thing. A very simple story is now turned into this huge, grand, uh, like, old whole story. But it made sense, because it seems organic. It doesn't feel like they've just gone bigger for the sake of it. It just feels they know that, and they keep raising the bar, and they keep raising the bar, and they keep raising the bar. And funny enough, this is intended to be the last one. And yet, there were rumours kicking about after the opening weekend came in that this film, they were going to do a fifth film. Now, I think this film is a perfect send-off. I think that it works perfectly as a, a final part. And I really don't know how the hell you're going to top this. Because they keep topping what they were doing, but if they can top this, I mean, <laughs> fair play to them. I know there's going to be other sort of uh, spin-offs, like there's the... Uh, 
the, the, the well, what used to be called HBO Max series, but uh, Max as it's now called, okay, uh, series of Continental a spin-off, and of course there's going to be another spin-off film with the ballerina with uh, Anna Darmus. Great casting, by the way. I always said as well, Anna Darmus. We could have done a, a spin-off for a James Bond character, but you know, this is the next best thing, and that that works well for me too. Apparently, Keanu Reeves is going to make an appearance in that, so. Cool, that's something to look forward to. If it's the same people involved creatively behind the scenes, hey, I'm all for it. Uh, so, um, but yeah, this, this film's outstanding. It really, some of this, it is, and it's not just, one thing I've got to say about this film is, it actually, it, it earns the near three hour runtime. That was another thing I thought I, thing I had going into this. I was, when I seen this film was like two hours, 50 minutes, I was like, what? How are they going to get three hours out of this? Because I'll say one thing. The first John Wick is perfectly paced. It's only like just over 90 minutes. This is nearly double the length of that. But it's actually perfectly paced. It zips in, gets in, gets out. But the, the running times have been shooting up. Like John Wick 2, I like the film, but it does have its pacing issues. It takes a while to get going. To be honest, the first half of this film, that film I was kind of thinking, oh, well, sequel is. But the second half is actually really good and it has a fantastic ending. And then you go into John Wick 3, which... It's kind of the opposite in that sense. It has a tremendous opening that picks up perfectly from the, the ending of John Wick 2. The only problem I've really got with that film, which I actually thought was the best in the franchise before part four, my problem only was it's so ballistic and so incredible the first 25, 30 minutes. The rest of the film struggles to follow it. There's great stuff in it. There's cool stuff in it, but there are some pacing issues. And that film's like two hours, 10 minutes as well. So I thought to myself... 2 hours 50, how are they going to do it? No need to worry, the time flies by. It's paced perfectly. And, you know, but it, it actually, pace, and it paces itself extremely well. It keeps raising the bar, it keeps raising the bar. It doesn't go all out too early. It just keeps raising it and it keeps getting better and better and better as it rolls along. It almost just, it almost like, in many ways, it is the perfect action movie. It just, it just works. It's, I can't gush how great this is. And you've got, of course, Donnie Yen's character, Kane, outstanding. You want to do spin-offs? Do a spin-off with him. I love that. Just do that. He was outstanding in this film. Loved his character. And honestly, you know, if I had a pound for every time Donnie Yen played a blind badass, I'd have two pounds. Not much, but it's a bit of a coincidence. And unless he's done it before, maybe he has another film as well. If he has, I'll have a few more pounds, which, which I'll never say no to. But I'll, I'll say one thing. I swear he's probably been daredevil in a fucking fucking multiverse somewhere because his character is amazing, the stuff he does. But it's not just the stuff he does action-wise. His character is compelling. And that's the other thing about this film what I love. The dialogue scenes work really well. This is the best dialogue scenes in all the other films. For the most part, you remember the dialogue and things. You know, that's what you remember. Not the dialogue, sorry. You don't really remember the dialogue for the most part in these other films. Apart from maybe the first one, because, you know, it had that sort of simple story. But other ones, the dialogue scenes were kind of just there, but you kind of want to skip by them a little bit to get to the cool stuff. But this one, the dialogue scenes really do work and they, and they are compelling. And the overall story is compelling. It's really quite gripping. Um... Of course, as well, if you look at this character with John Wick, it's, you know, the very first time before you really properly see him in action in the first film, he's, he's described as the guy you sent to kill the fucking boogeyman. Now, with a description like that, you better live up to the hype. And it's safe to say he has. John Wick has been a compelling character. It's been another 
every every now and again you get the you, you get the Keanu Reeves comes out with something that absolutely blows things out of the water. He's done it again in the, in this era in this time time period. Just fantastic stuff. You've got as well. Great to see him with Lawrence Fishburne again, like he's been in the second and third film. But you know, I know Lawrence Fishburne was uh, was upset, justifiably so, that he wasn't brought back from as a uh, as um, uh, Morpheus in Matrix Four. But to be fair, mate, you dodged a bullet there. That you dodged a bullet that Morpheus and Neo would be that was bullet dodging that Mor- Morpheus and Neo would be proud of. So you know, great to see Keanu in a part four that absolutely blows everything out of the water. You know, we, we can all just get put Matrix Four away. This, you know, let's, let's all forget about that. But uh, yeah, it's got Ian McShane as well. He's been a great and over this franchise, greatest character again. Got a shout out as well, Bill Skarsgård is the main villain in here. Fantastic. This guy actually manages to be menacing and scary without clown makeup. He done great a great job as Pennywise in the two it films. Funny enough, apparently there's a spin-off for that for Max as well. So there you go. They like their spin-offs there. So um by the way, speaking of spin-offs, can we get the Mary Marvel spin-off as well, you know, for Shazam too? There we go. Thanks for that. Can we can we get Anthea one as well for, for Rachel Zegler as well? Can we have that? Just want to throw that one in there. But uh, yeah. Anyway, I digress. But um no, uh, this film outstanding. You go on it's 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 action cinema at its best, but it's also got a great compelling storyline. And it's easy to see why the box office just keeps on going and going up for these films. The numbers for these films just keep on rising, just like the the reward money for 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 the hit being sent out on John Wick it just keeps going up and going up, and it's justifiably so. So it was worth the wait. John Wick Chapter Four is absolutely awesome. So there you go. We'll be getting a few more reviews this week. Um, hopefully I might be seeing uh, Mario Brothers tomorrow. So if I do, I'll get the review either Tuesday or Wednesday. Of course, there'll be a Mandalorian uh, review this week as well for the finale. And I've got a few other films I want to see. I was meant to go and see Dungeons and Dragons on Sunday morning, but to be fair, I got fucking drunk on Saturday, so it was too all over to go. So I'll hopefully go and see it towards the end of this week or, or next weekend. So I will go and see Dungeons and Dragons and review that. That's another one I'm kind of late to, but whatever. That looks like great fun as well. Still, the thing about that is there's plenty to look forward to. So there you go. Thanks ever so much for taking the time to listen, and goodbye.